Well, Merry Christmas. Hey, guys. You know, we didn't have to dig out, uh, dig out of the snow, did we, to get here? So it was a little nippy, but it wasn't digging snow. That's something I've, I've never, how many of you have actually dug snow in your life? Oh, my goodness. Wow. How many have never dug snow? I'm raising my hand. Florida people, you can tell the Florida people. Never seen a snow shovel in my life. Never heard a snow blower. Never been iced in. Well, that's not true. We have been iced in once up in North Georgia, but it wasn't much uh, compared to somebody told me up in Wisconsin they had five feet of snow. I mean, that's like, how do you, how do you survive in that? I mean, it's... Uh, but we're grateful for uh, you being here with us. We didn't know, you know. We thought we'd have church. Uh, most of them aren't, no, most churches aren't meeting, and that's fine. We're not trying to out-compete with anybody. But I've had several just say, hey, th I'm so glad you were here. Wanted to be here this morning and worship together. And so we're, uh, we're honored to have some kids. We got more gifts than we do I kids. So, uh, <laughs> so everybody gets one. No. Uh, <laughs> Maybe two. No, I meant the adult. The adults oh, thought it meant them. Well. No, no. You, you uh, not sure what's in them, but it'll be goodies. So make sure you get them uh, at, at the end. And so we just wanted to just kind of have fun together and and uh, we're we're just uh, uh grateful um we have so much to be grateful for don't we um i mean you know when you go through a category five storm uh and you're still standing uh and we're here mm -hmm. um hallelujah amen? amen i mean it's been a been a journey uh it's not you know it's not a it's it, it's been a, a deeply challenging for lots of people and and we we feel that and but we're honored to be here and to celebrate and and uh, just worship uh worship jesus together so uh we got we got baby jesus up here and uh in case you worried that we would forget uh joseph and mary uh they're uh, i'll they, move they actually came from israel the olive wood Many years I had ago. That, yeah, I think we went in our 20s. Yeah. And I got the whole set. The rest of it's at home. But. What's it? Go ahead, buddy. Wow. Mm. Well, mm. I'm sure you prayed for him. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, It wasn't this one. His friend had a house uh, torn down here, honey. I'm going to let you read that. So we want to finish this series on honey in his name with the last name. We've used Emmanuel. We've talked about Jesus being the king. We've talked about uh, uh, on Christmas Eve last night, We unto us a, a child is born, a son is given, and you shall uh, uh, call his name uh, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, or El Gabor, Mighty God, uh, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. But we wanted to end with this honey. It's been our theme. Not that it'll run out at the end, but we've we've been celebrating since the, the storm Ian. Uh, out of uh, the the bad, good has come. Honey, out of the dead lion, 
honey has come and God's blessed us in so many ways uh, as a church and uh, so we've thought about this series honey in his name so we wanted to end with the name Jesus so let's read the Christmas story and you can follow along and uh, Matthew chapter 1 uh, Pastor Kim will read to us so Matthew chapter 1 starting in verse 18 this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about his mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph but before they came together she was found to be with child though through the Holy Spirit because Joseph her husband was a righteous man he did not want to expose her to the public disgrace he had in mind to divorce her quietly but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son. And he gave him the name Jesus. Let's say it together. Jesus. It's, as the little song used to say, it's the sweetest name I know. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name and so we want to talk about the name Jesus why did God pick this is his personal name and the other titles and refer to his deity and as king and lord and and as shepherd and light of the world and uh the, the prince of peace and Emmanuel those speak of 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 his nature and and but but the name this is his personal name the name Jesus. And so back in verse 21, that didn't leave us to wonder why. Let's throw that back up there. Verse 21, she'll give birth to a son and you're to give him. Now this is God through an angel picking the name. You know, picking names for children is an interesting phenomenon. All of our daughters are K J's. So we have, boy, if I fail this, they're oh not boy. all here. So uh, Kelly, Janine, the first, Christy, Janelle, Janelle, Casey, Jan, Jan which Jan is her dad's. Dad. Uh, they're all KJs. Well, to be more complicated, we went yes. on down the line to the granddaughters. That will be interesting if so, we can get those. Okay. <laughs> so firstborn is not for, yeah, she's our firstborn granddaughter and grandchild. Get that right. Boy, I missed that one time and gave, gave credit to my grandson, her cousin, two months apart being the firstborn and it crushed our firstborn firstborn grandchild that's her claim to fame so anyway it's Callie 
Jada, KJ. Then the second was Kiara, no, ja Kayla. 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 JL. No. No. Yeah? <laughs> yes. Kayla JL. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Kiara Justice. And then Kiara Justice. And then we have a bonus uh, granddaughter, Addie. Yeah. And uh, uh, she's just as much a granddaughter, even though she doesn't have the K. Uh, but, but it gets confusing as you go uh, down the line, as I just missed it uh, with Kayla. Uh, so you're right. You're right. <laughs> but we didn't pick. We picked their names because they sounded good. They were, you know, whatever. Uh, I think of Kiara Justice. I mean, she will live up to that name. Yes, she will. They won a state championship this year in soccer. She's stronger than Grandpa now, and she's a junior in high school. And, uh, but she's got that justice sense to her. When she was a little girl, about who's uh, like, uh, she was about seven years old. Anybody seven years old? Any kids? She, she was in a drugstore with her mom, and the lady working there had like, disheveled looking hair just unkept she just obviously hadn't taken care of herself probably didn't think anybody cared an older lady and Kiara looked up at her and stared at her and said you have beautiful hair and the lady thought she was being a smart aleck and you could tell she was about to snap on her and she just stared at her she said you're beautiful and all of a sudden, the lady starts, she starts crying. The Lord used her to give that word. And the lady started bagging candy up in the bag <laughs> and gave her, I mean, she wasn't looking for the candy, but no, it was but. just that, that sense of God using her to speak. So, but when God gave Jesus this name, though it's precious to us, it was a death sentence. It was a name that said, your destiny is to die as a sacrifice. And in, in verse 21, you give him the name Jesus, and it, the word because defines the reason why Jesus, because the word Jesus means uh, God is our Savior, the Lord is our Savior. This bothers me that I can't see you guys over here, <laughs> and I probably look better behind it than I do uh, but I'm going to move it here and hopefully not knock it off. So that's good. That's good. I'm good. I was going to play it, but I didn't want to show out. So. so every time Jesus heard his name growing up, now I don't, he didn't understand it as a baby, obviously, but as he became grown and, and he was in the temple at 12, he certainly began to grasp he has a destiny. And every time they said Jesus, he thought cross because that was his destiny. See, the only way he can save us from our sins isn't by being nice. It's that there had to be a sacrifice made. He was the lamb of God that came to take away the sins of the world. So when you think of the word Jesus, the pain that is in that name, the prophecy, the, 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 the destiny that you're going to die on a cross. There's no way that we can have forgiveness. So every time he heard his name, he was reminded, you're the savior of the world and you're going to die. You have to die. You're going to lay your life down. You know, we had a, uh, our oldest granddaughter, Callie, when she was probably 
five or six years old. Uh, she, we had a, a fun experience at our Christmas, uh, one, one Christmas that, as Callie uh, made it interesting. Tell them what, what she did. Well, we always had our manger scene out, and I put lights around it and greenery around it. And I have the, the bigger ones, the, the wise men, and I have the shepherds. And uh, so I have a whole big set that I put out. And so she would always love to look at it. And we, we, she knew the, the Christmas story because we talked about it, what Jesus' name meant, what was going to happen, what was going to happen at the cross. And so one day we were there, we were having Christmas, and I looked down, and baby Jesus was gone out of the manger scene. And I'm like, Jamie. That's sad. Yeah. Okay, there's nothing there. Baby Jesus was gone. And I'm like, Jamie, have you seen have you have you seen baby Jesus? And he's like, I didn't touch baby Jesus. And I'm like, well, well he's gotta be here somewhere. And I'm looking at the grandkids and I said, You guys, do you have baby Jesus? No, no. We're going around the house. We're on search. Yeah. We're looking for baby Jesus. You can't have Christmas without baby Jesus. Yeah. And we I'm, were gonna cancel Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Marcella, what you doing laughing over there, girl? <laughs> So anyway, I'm looking everywhere and I'm like, oh my gosh, how, you know, this doesn't complete this. We don't need the manger scene without baby Jesus. And, and so all of a sudden, Callie, which was about five or six, she looked up with tears in her eyes and she said, I took baby Jesus. And we're like, well, honey, where is he? What, what did you do with him? She said, I hid him. And we're like, well, well why did you hide him? She says, because I don't want him to get hurt and suffer. Oh, my goodness. We were like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> we, it, it, you know, it, it really, it, it, it grabbed us. Yes. You know, because love says, I don't want you to. She knew what was coming yeah. uh, for baby Jesus. And obviously, it, it's already happened, and that's not baby Jesus, and we know that. Right, it's a piece right. of wood. We get that. Yeah. We're not that, you know. But just the thought that love would try to protect, and, and actually, can you imagine the thoughts that had to have gone through his mind? In fact, when he was in the garden praying, he prayed, Father, if there's any other way, mm. Let this cup pass. We have no idea. He knew. It wasn't just that he died a physical death. That, that, there's been lots of people that have died for friends and jumped on grenades and, and, and been heroic. It wasn't that he died physically. Though that was horrible. But he, he, he took the weight of the sins of the world on him, which we'll never know. Purity felt the guilt and the burden of Jamie's sins, of the world's sins, of your sins. That weight, which, you know, sin brings a weight to it. You know, I, you think back for you in your life, if you've, uh, when you came to that point where you knew you needed to be forgiven, when he saves us from our sins, it's, it's a weight that's lifted because that weight goes on him. I think you ha you experienced well, that. Well, I you know you know it's that thing when you're a child and you know you've told a lie or you stole something 
or you were mean to your sibling or something like that, you know that feeling afterwards that you get? It's just kind of like not a good feeling. You just feel like it's just a heavy feeling. And then when you confess it to Jesus and ask for forgiveness, how he just lifts that off your shoulders and off your heart, and you, you feel better because he, forgiveness does that. It makes us feel different. And I remember as a little girl, my grand, uh, grandfather taking me to church, and I remember a Sunday school teacher, which happened to be my aunt, and I remember her talking about the message of Jesus. And she talked about Jesus being an intercessor. Well, I didn't know what it, that was a big word to me back then. I didn't know what an intercessor was. And I said, what's an intercessor? And she said, that's just simply that Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father, and he says, uh, Father, forgive her when I sin. Forgive her. I went to the cross for her, and I love her. Forgive her. And I got tears in my eyes because I realized that Jesus was actually thinking about me. He was thinking about uh, me not carrying the weight of my own sin and that he loved me that much. Wow. Think about that right now. He's not baby Jesus. He's intercessor Jesus. And, and there may be someone here carrying something heavy you don't need to be. And he, he wants to lift that. He says, Father, forgive them. As he said it from the cross, he lives up to his name. Not only did we have something incurable, sin, that you can't repair it, fix it, restore it, it needs to be forgiven. The only cure for sin is forgiveness. And there's no, religion doesn't cure it, good deeds doesn't compensate, it's a gift. And you know, you think about Jesus taking our place, taking the weight, a friend of mine told me a story I, I always stuck with me. I didn't have a boy, had three daughters. I'm not sure this story would have worked with any of my three daughters, maybe one of them, but he had a, a son and a daughter. And it's soft-hearted son. He's now a lieutenant police officer on, uh, on the east coast of Florida. Josh, good boy. Grew up with a dad, mom, or pastors. And Well, Josh had done something mean to his sister one day, and, and they practiced, uh, you know, with love and uh, appropriately, but they practiced uh, uh, spare the rod and spoil the child. And they, 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 he had what they called a patty whacker. And it was a ping pong paddle. On one side, the raw wood, and on the other side, it was padded, a little padding. So sometimes they got the spanking with a hardwood because it was a bad thing, and they'd get the paddy whacker uh, on the hardwood. But sometimes it wasn't that big of a deal, but mom had said, you're gonna get a whooping for that. So they'd get the soft side of the paddy whacker. Just a reminder, I said, you're going to get a spanking, and you did. So they didn't hurt their children. It wasn't an anger thing. We, uh, Kim used to come to church Stop. at our church. Stop. She'd have a big pocketbook, and she'd have a rod sticking out of it about that big for the three little ones that we had uh, that were, <laughs> she, she bore the rod. Anyway, so <laughs> Josh, his daddy said, Josh, you're going you're gonna to get the paddy whacker. And you go go in the bedroom. And he was nervous and, you know, it's, it's going to hurt. And uh, he said, Josh, I, I want you to do something. And he got down on his knees, the dad, Bill, over the bed. 
he handed Josh the paddy whacker and he said, I want you to spank dad for your spanking. I'm going to take it and don't use the soft pad. I want you to use the hard side. And he said, dad, I'm not going to do that. He said, son, if you don't do that, you're going to get a worse whooping than you could ever imagine. He said, you're going to spank dad as hard as you possibly can. And he sobbed. Now, that's why it wouldn't work with my kids. I think they would have enjoyed it. <laughs> they would have hit dad. They'd have ganged up on you. Yeah. He got a bigger paddle. Let's give it to him. You got to have a particular heart for this story to work well. And Josh had that tender heart inside of him. And he literally, it was worth, he'd tell you, it was the worst whipping he never got. Think about that. If we can think of Jesus taking our whipping, the worst whipping, he literally took whippings with a scourge whip, tearing the skin off his back. He literally took stripes on his body. Uh, he, he was bruised for my sin. He took my punishment. Now, for me to carry my punishment says to him, I don't believe in your sacrifice. I don't trust your name. I doubt you. See, that's something I struggled with when I came to Christ. As I knew God forgave me of most of my sins, but the big sins, the bad sins, I thought there's no way he could forgive that. And I carried them. Till one day the Lord spoke to me and said, Son, you not believing me to be my, my name, Jesus, save you from your sins. It hurts me more that you don't trust me than whatever the sin was that you did to cause you to need forgiveness. Did you catch that? That's a big deal right there. To doubt God's forgiveness in his name, the sweetness of that name, to not accept and receive the gift that he took your place is more offensive to God than whatever sins you did to need to be forgiven. It may seem humble to not, like when Peter, Jesus went to wash his feet and he said, no, no, Lord, you'll never wash my feet. That sounds humble, but it's really prideful. It's pride that refuses to receive his forgiveness. Sounds like it's humility. It's really not. It's a, it's a warped sense of, of I, I, I can't trust God. God's not good enough. I don't believe that he could really forgive me. So when Jesus took the name so he could save us from our sins, he had to take our place to take our punishment. And if he took our punishment, then he saves us from our sins by taking them on himself on the cross. That's a miracle. But there's another part to that to save us from our sins is that he frees us from being choked to death and bound by and chained by the darkness of our sins. He wants to heal what those sins have done to us. He wants to free us so that those sins don't rule over us. Now, whenever God, in, in verse 21, it says, he will save us or save his people from their sins. Whenever God delivers us from something, it's never the end. It's always to be delivered for something. 
He took Israel from Egypt so he could bring them for the promised land. God takes us out of our sin, not primarily for us. And this will change you. That doesn't mean he doesn't love you. Doesn't mean he doesn't want to forgive you. Doesn't mean that he delights in the joy we have from being forgiven. But the reason he forgives us is because he wants to be near us. And he can't be near us if we keep our sins. When he saves us from our sins, he saves us for himself. And we have a little tradition in our family. We'll have to restart it when we get great grandbabies. I don't think we Let's did wait it with a while our children. On that. Did we do? Yeah. We're no hurry. No hurry. It's physiologically possible, but thankfully not happened. I don't think we did this with our daughters. No. We we we, we grandbaby thing. We become better. You become that's why Much you call it grandparents. So <laughs> so the, tell them our tradition in in and with our, our grandbabies uh, what we did. Well, you know, them. they would come over and we were watching mommies were working and uh, we you know, they'd be outside, they get dirty and they're just filthy, you know, messy. And sometimes it was a, a little baby go poo poo. Yeah, well okay. sometimes. <laughs> so but they would, you know, get a sticky mess when they ate and sugar all over them and stuff. And so it'd be before mom and came to pick them up, we wanted them to be really all clean and special and then grandpa got to see them. So I would give them a nice bath and shampoo their hair, clean them up and then wrap them up in the, the towel like the a mommy and uh then i would bring them couldn't, they couldn't move they couldn't move they were wrapped up <laughs> really and, i mean their and heads. i would come in and i would look at jamie which was grandpa and i'd say oh grandpa guess what he'd do what what and i would say it's time for clean baby sugars and I would do the clean baby sugar, mm, <laughs> Grandpa. And they had a they look of like, terror and joy. But then Come they, on. <laughs> they couldn't move because they're trapped in this this right towel. But they, they loved it. They would they, just get a big I'd old come smile. kiss all over them and love on them, and they just lay there and just take it in. They knew and, they were clean and special. You know, it was like, oh, we're so they may have thought they're being clean because because grandma really loves them. No, they're being clean because grandpa wants to get near them. And that's just like the Lord, especially when the little baby went poo-poo. And that's when I said, grandma. Yeah. And she would come to the rescue because, you know, I just well, wasn't, it wasn't do. my gift. It wasn't my gift. <laughs> and, uh, but she, she'd take that old stank and, and, and clean it up. And they weren't getting any clean baby sugars with that poo-poo all over them. It, it wasn't happening. You're going to have a bath first. After the bath comes the clean baby sugar. You may, we, we still love you and all that poo-poo. We love you. You smell and you're dirty right now. We still love you, but I'm not giving you clean baby sugar because you're not clean. And it's the same with Jesus. When we blow it and sin, the one of the ways he saves us from our sins isn't just the punishment. He took that on the cross. He took the guilt, all of my shame, condemnation. But he also wants to cleanse us ongoingly. And when he cleans us, I can just see the Father, you know, wrapping us, 
the son holding us, the Holy Spirit wrapping us up in the blanket of his love. And he says, Father, come give Jamie some clean baby sugar. And you may think, oh, come on, you're a grown man. You know, just the thought. No, I didn't have a dad that, uh, he was a good dad, but he never showed affection like that. He never kissed me or, you know, if, if, if that's one of the things, if I had sons that do it again, and I'd, I'd certainly kiss all over them. But uh, anyway, the father loves to kiss his children, but he cleans us for himself. It's not selfish. It's that he loves us so much that he doesn't want anything in the way. And it's not like, you know, going, coming to you know, get, a, get a hug and you smell. My wife says, honey, what did you have for lunch? Garlic and onions? And I'd say, maybe. And he said, buddy, that breath is killing. Now, it wasn't just that she was worried about me having bad breath. It was that I'm not going to get those lips with that bad breath. So I got a choice. I'm going to go in there and floss, scrub my teeth, maybe gargle, wash them again. Now I can give the clean lips to her. And that's worth it because the cleaning is God's way of preparing us to come to him. So don't just settle to be delivered from your sins, the name of Jesus, from forgiveness of the weight and the penalty, but be free from the pollution, the bad thoughts that stick in your head, the bad feelings of being dirty or being guilty or feeling distant from God. He wants you to know when you say the name Jesus, He's already sacrificed. He's already saved us from our sins. But as Kim says, he's sitting at the Father's right hand saying, Father, forgive them so that we can come and get clean baby sugars. And that's, to me, the greatest gift. Yes, I'm so grateful to have the burden of my sins lifted. But I'm even more grateful that I can crawl up in his lap and my heavenly Father, and he holds me and he smells the clean fragrance of the forgiveness of Jesus, the washing of Jesus, mm. clean. The feelings will catch up when you stand in the faith of the power of his name. There is no other name but Jesus given to us for salvation. When we whisper that name, there's more power in that name than in all the names of all the kings and leaders that have ever lived, just to say the name Jesus. It's precious. It's powerful. It's filled with honey, the honey of forgiveness and the honey of cleansing. You shall call his name Jesus. Why? Because he will. He will, he will rescue us, deliver us, save us, redeem us, cleanse us, wash us from all our sins. And all I can say to that is hallelujah. Yes. Yes. So let's get some clean baby sugar from the Lord this morning on this Christmas. Maybe your best present would be to realize the father wants to give you kisses of love hold you as his daughter hold you as his son 
You see, I can't conceive of the Lord like that. Then you need to come back to the name Jesus because he'll save you from your sins. And that's the only one who can. Religion won't do it. Trying to clean up the outer outside of you isn't going to do it. Trying to pretend you've never done anything wrong and hide isn't going to do it. The only way is to come to him whose name is our Savior, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Let's pray together. Pastor Kim, would you lead us in prayer? Father, we thank you so much for your sacrifice, for sending your son and all that that means to us, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you truly do welcome us. And Lord, we just pray right now for anybody that might be here that they've never given you a chance and that they would open their hearts and their minds to you, that they would say yes to you today, Lord, that this would be, this Christmas would be a brand new, they'll go into the new year knowing you, that that righteous robe that you put on them is real and that, Father, that your cleansing, your healing, and your love is real. And that, Father, you will make your abode, your home with them. So I just pray for faith and grace. If there's one here that needs you today, that they would say, yes, that this would be their day. And, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth. We thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.